Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a nice good old muscle workout. What we're going to do is 20 times one minute on with one minute off. And you do these at 20 strokes a minute and with as much power as you can from your legs. Okay, so give everything you've got from your legs and a good old strong finish at the end. Now, if you're doing the 10K plan, this sits as week seven, session three, which is a good old muscle workout to come after the 60 minute row, which is a good old cardio workout. And then the next session you get is a good old 30 minute regenerative low rate row. Okay, so it seems as though it's going to be a little bit of a tough start to this week, but don't worry, we're now going to taper through to the end of week eight, which is when, if you want to do it, that's when I suggest you do your 10K row. But for anybody else who's not on the 10K plan, however, today is just a good old beast of a workout. Okay, you push nice and hard with the legs. There's nothing particularly special about it. You just have to go as hard as you can. Okay, so 20 strokes as hard as you can, get a rest, do that 20 times. All right, now we're going to just do a four minute warm up today. Okay, so if you don't end up warm enough at the end of this four minute, warm up please pause the video row a little bit more okay because as we were going to hit the ground running you need to make sure that your body is nice and warm and that you're ready for the intensity that you're about to hit okay so I don't really want you to ease yourself into this I want you to bang but I'm going to do something special but I'll explain that after we've done the warm-up Anyway, so warm up. We start off by setting up our machine. Go to your drag factor first and concept two, that's the lever on the side of the machine. If you're rowing on some other kind of machine, then please just set it so that uh, you get a good old weight from the stroke, but it doesn't feel as though you're really having to heave the thing, okay? I row with a drag factor of 120 right now, if anybody's interested in that. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height. You're not having to look up and not having to look down because that affects your posture, which affects your stroke, which affects your power, which could make uh, injuries happen. And finally, get to those foot stretchers, foot straps, whatever, and set them to a height where you're able to come to the front of the machine with your legs just at vertical, okay? You don't want to go flying past, which is usually when they're too low, and you don't want to be struggling to get there, which is usually when they're too high, okay? Right. Let's get into this four minute warm up then. We're just going to start off at 18 strokes a minute and I want you to work on that connection between your feet and your hands. Normally I say just to kind of ease off the power, but because we want to make sure we're nice and warm, then try and hit run about 2K plus 20 pace, okay? In three, two, one, go. That's not a good sound to start. <laughs> this kind of So what I mean by the connection thing, and this is especially important today, for the workout we're gonna be doing, is that you want to push your feet into the foot plates at exactly the same time that the handle picks up the flywheel, okay? And that's how you make sure to get all of the power from your legs into the machine. If you push before you connect the handle, your backside, will shoot out from underneath you and you'll be left with hardly any legs and all upper body and if you pull too soon you'll end up all biceps and shoulders and again hardly any legs and 60% of your power or run about 60% should come from your legs okay so you really want your legs to be the powerhouse that engages that speed that you're looking for yes your back adds power 
by swinging over your hips and your arms add power by pulling at the end of the stroke but it all happens at the front as you push with your legs okay all right two more strokes one more we're going to put one foot on the ground and continue rowing now if you want to just skip these two minute drills and carry on with normal rowing to make sure you're nice and warm then please do but I'm still going to do the single leg with a good old solid push I'm only actually two seconds slower than I was before because I'm trying to make sure I stay nice and warm swap feet and then continue with the other foot still try and get that good old engagement between the feet and the hands try not to over lean at the front by rounding in your upper back stay nice and powerful one more both feet in straight arms straight legs then just row with your back and arms so start straight arms and then pull them in swing over your back and then pull in your arms so swing pull release and then swing back forwards again this rocking hinging backwards and forwards over your hips is so important for power and efficiency okay front of the machine arms straight forward lean just press out with your feet don't worry about power here because all I want you to work on is the timing of that leg press and picking up the handle but also holding this forward lean and straight arms okay that's really important for getting power into the machine that you can drive out with this forward lean and straight arms I'm going to really get to about here before you then swing your back and then pull in your arms at the back of the stroke okay right so move up and down the rail have a quick drink like I say if you're not warm enough yet then maybe just do some light rowing for the entirety of my recap of what it is that we're doing today all right so if you're doing the 10k plan this is actually a repeat of week two session five so if you've been using ErgZone or something else that you're able to compare data to then you might want to load that up and just see how you get on today versus that row because what we're doing today is 20 times one minute on and one minute off and those one minute intervals are going to be done at 20 strokes a minute and at absolute max power from your legs okay I really want this to be one where you just don't feel like you can be putting anything else into those one minute intervals you then get your one minute rest to recover to then do it again all right so it's a very simple session but what I'm going to do today just to make it a little bit more interesting for myself if nothing else is I'm going to work my way up through the drag factor on the machine so I'm going to start down at one work my way up to 10 and then I'll double that 10 and then go all the way back down to one again why well like I said it makes it a little bit more interesting for me having done it before once it also gives me a chance to talk to you about that kind of stuff but there is a real what hopefully we'll notice is that there's a real difference in here in terms of the connection for my technique 
down at one versus the connection of the technique up at 10. Up at 10, it's really easy to just grunt your way through the power for this stuff and have a shocking technique but still go fast. Whereas down at one, I have to make sure to connect properly through the entire stroke if I wanna get anywhere near the kind of pace that I wanna be hitting. And it'll be interesting to see as we go between one and 10, just to see kind of what kind of times I'm getting out, whether it starts to get a little bit too tough as it gets too high, because I'm not a huge guy. So anyway, that's what I'm gonna do. You do not have to follow me on this. Keep your drag factor where you wish, um, because I'm just doing this just as a, a little bit of entertainment to try and uh, just, yeah, entertain you through this row. Okay, so our first one minute at 20 strokes per minute, as much grunt as you can get into the machine. In three, two, one, go. <sighs> right, now the first stroke on this is always, tough with a stop flywheel but down at my minimum drag factor it's really hard to really feel the weight of the machine if I don't get the timing right but right now I'm hitting run about 150 pace who knows what my techniques like but I certainly feel like I'm connecting and hanging off the handle at the front of the machine. Three, two, one. Okay, now Ergzone should tell me, yeah, progressive what my drag factor is. So that was 80 all the way down there. So I take it up to the bottom of two. Let's see, I don't, ah, whatever. We'll see where the lever goes, whether I have, end up having to double up 10 or not. I'm not too sure what I do, but yeah, it's interesting No really feeling that when I got the connection wrong, it just felt like it was rowing through air. But when I got the connection right, I felt the weight of the machine. Okay, if you want to start with a rolling start, which means the flywheel is moving, start some light rowing now, and try and match me as I say zero, okay? Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now remember, this is all about your legs, okay? The point here is that you should be exploding your legs into the machine, pushing it away from you. And then with good old straight arms, that power from your legs then goes up into the handle and you've got sensation of hanging off the handle. One more. Slightly faster average by 0.4 of a second. 
Drag factor was up to 88 that time. Let's knock up another somewhere between two and three. Oh. So yeah, you really push your feet into the foot plates and then with straight arms, you should just feel that power kind of flow backwards into the handle so that you hang off it. And it's only here that you need to pull in. You're not thinking about pulling from the front. You're kind of bracing against the handle, against the power from your legs, okay? 14 seconds to go. Do some light rowing if you want that rolling, fly, that moving flywheel. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Button there. I lost count. I can feel the weight of the machine has increased for this stroke. The kind of tension between my arms and the flywheel has increased compared to the first one, which makes sense. As being, it's kind of what drag factor is doing. It's increasing the weight of the flywheel. One more. So it's a hundred drag factor, and another 0.3 faster. Now the thing is, because is, I'm only giving myself one minute rest here, eventually fatigue will set in and I won't quite get the improvements. Oh. I don't about you, but my glutes are getting a bit sore from these were effectively full-on squats that we're doing. Okay, let's see if I can get the countdown right this time. Idiot. 12 seconds to go, start some light rowing if you wish. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> Yeah, can feel at this stage. It's almost like my arms are getting left behind. And I'm starting to get that tendency to want to swing my back early to try and help with the pickup of the flywheel. It's taken all my concentration to not do that. And I probably still am. Just keep pushing with your legs. I think I caught myself at the same pace as before, 
Yeah. I wonder if this is me evening out then. Raise up. Yeah, I caught myself doing that overlean at the front. Almost like I'm searching for extra length to try and compensate for the weight of the machine. And that was only 111 drag factor, yet because I'm putting everything into it for my legs and that connection goes through, that hang off the handle is really quite strong, which I suppose is a good thing. It means I'm getting the power in. All right, 15 seconds to go. Ooh, these minutes go by quite fast, don't they? Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Right, I'm going to try and concentrate on not over leaning or over sliding, which I think I was doing in the last interval. And if you over slide on the rail, it changes the angle of attack of your feet, which can actually make it tougher to get that hang and get the power into the machine. Come on. Two. One more. Uh, uh, a good 0.7 faster that time. And probably because I was thinking about my slide length. Probably. <laughs> 126 drag factor that time. It'll be interesting to see if my pace drops off as we go higher or if it improves. I don't think I've ever actually done it this way before, so this could be quite an interesting experiment. Science with row along. <laughs> Not really. Physics 12, 11. 10 seconds to go. Uh, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. That first stroke definitely feels like I'm rowing a cow over barbed wire fence. All the strokes now feel really heavy. And I'm only at 140 drag factor. But even this extra hang power is starting to take its toll. Try and sort my elbows on the finish. Three, two, one. I definitely feel like I'm needing to grab 
the handle. So I'm now at that point where muscle, muscle wise, I'm kind of hitting, well it's not anaerobic, but I'm definitely hitting a tipping point where, see the first three intervals, I felt like I could have gone on and on and on at that pace, at that rate, at that drag factor. Whereas now I'm starting to count, <laughs> count the strokes down. Oh. All right, get ready for the next one in 12, 11, 10. Oh, make sure and reseat your seat. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Definitely a heavy stroke. It's amazing I'm at 157 drag factor. And I think the days when I used to row it 185. Blimey. Push with the legs, come on. Keep the power coming from the legs. Still try to hold that forward lean. And only pull at the end. Last one. So still a tiny bit faster. They're not huge increases. I mean, I started off interval one, 150.7. That one was 148.3. I tell you what, the energy expenditure between the two feels huge. But then I don't train at high drag factors, so that's definitely a element of it. Okay, 17. I did raise it, didn't I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. 10 seconds to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. I'll tell in a sec when the number comes up. Yeah. 172. And I'm really, now really thinking about trying to almost leave my head behind. Make sure the effort isn't wasted by swinging my back too soon. But my drive speed is way down. Calves are burning now. Ooh. 
That was slower. Then at 149.5. How many have we got left? Two more. So I'm between eight and nine right now. Or we've got, okay, remember how do I do this? Do I do eight and nine, nine and 10 and top and start working my way down again rather than doubling up 10. So I've got three more progressions. Oof, 15 seconds to go. Oh, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, now this is a message to myself. Posture is so important as we get up to these ridiculous drag factors. Where am I? 193. It's really important to have a good posture. And hold that forward lean as you push your legs into the machine. Not from a power point of view, but injury prevention. Two more. One more. Oh. Ah, interesting. Another second faster on that one. So back to 148.3, which is our fastest so far for me. But yeah, for this kind of session, now that we're up at the top end of the weight of the machine, you really need to make sure your posture is powerful in that forward lean as you push to protect your lower back. Because if you're yanking on the chain like this, you're gonna end up giving yourself sore lower back. Right, 12 seconds, 10. Whew. Here we go, six, five, four, three, two, one, push. And do try and get that timing push of your feet pushing into the machine and the handle picking up the flywheel. Well, it's just like rowing through treacle. 205. Five. Four. Last one. Ah. 
like rowing through treacle and my legs are like jelly. All right, all the way to the top. I think I'm not gonna get all the way down to one doing this, but we need to see how, what happens. My machine up at maximum drag, don't we? If nothing else, to find out what my, what my maximum available drag is. But I dropped that second pace in the last interval, so I'm back down to 149.5, and it's because it felt so heavy. This'll be worse. 12 seconds to go. Hoots, come on. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, in fact, that first stroke now actually feels easier. It's like in comparison to now, when it's letting all this air in, that first stroke, weirdly, felt easy. Oh. 10 more to go. I can really hear my flywheel slowing down after each stroke. Whereas I'm used to it continuing at quite a similar tone. Two more. Uh, 215 drag and 149.1 pace so a tiny bit faster and now I can start coming back down again Ooh. I know I'm not loading this one up with technique today I'm trying to, to mention technique, but right now I'm just concentrating on not hurting myself. That posture, forward lean and arm straight is key. Nice powerful posture, forward lean, arm straight, push. Okay, and hold that forward lean until you're about halfway through the leg drive and then pull in your arms, swing your back. Eight seconds to go. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. So, really think about being up on your sit, sit bones. Get into that forward lean on the recovery. Try not to carry on moving your back as you're sliding. So you want to have straight hands or straight arms and a forward lean to one o'clock before you bend your knees. Five, four, three, two, oh. Oh, there was a 
monster power feed on that last stroke. It's not feeling any easier yet. I don't think it will until about interval 16 maybe. But that was 12, done. So we're well past halfway and each one will feel a different kind of power. I'm gonna say easier because I'm still wanting you to put in max, but how the power is coming and that feeling of force should start to change. 10 seconds to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> Remember, ideally knees, kind of want them up in line with your armpits. Hopefully not jammed inside your armpits. If so, your feet are probably set too high. Or you're like six foot six. But what I'm saying is your knees should be slightly apart. If you come forward with your knees together like a embarrassed, Ooh, hang on, last stroke. Like when I'm wearing a kilt and I sit with my knees together because I don't want people to see up my kilt. That's not how you're best to row with your knees together. Have them, I know you can't see because of the angle, but rather than coming in, almost knock knee together, open them out slightly, so that as you come forwards, they're kind of in line with your armpits. Like I say, you don't want to be like this, because your posture should raise your armpits away from your knees. But just think about squat. You wouldn't do a squat with your knees together. And we're looking at getting power out here, so slightly apart is what you're looking for. Seven seconds to go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, bollocks, I didn't lower my drag factor that time. All right. I have to do two clicks the next time around. How many people at home were watching me saying you've not done it you're not lowered your drag he's forgotten this will be interesting at least see how two of these next to each other fair pace wise Four, three, last one. Where's that feet again? 
All right, 149.4 the time before. Hang on, one, two. 149.1 that time. Maybe this isn't scientific. <laughs> I was too busy last time thinking, trying to remember to shout out to Decent Rowing. The, I think they're Australian. I'm embarrassed if they're Kiwis, if they're New Zealand, but I think they're Australian. Rowing, go to decentrowing.com. And I was in one of the videos today about the catch. So when he was saying about the knees, that's what reminded me to talk about it. So at the risk of someone saying, hang on, didn't Lyle say that or Lachlan or whoever? Yeah, they did. I'm just saying that again and then promoting them. Four, three, two, one, go. Because remember, everyone has an opinion. And it's just who you trust to listen to and how you filter that advice. So take the handle finish. Lots of people say different things about how you should finish with a handle. But they all take it from a different point of view. So you need to pick the best advice for you. For instance, you'll see, hang on, don't let me forget, some coaches who teach technique will finish with a handle up high in their throat and their, this wrist strangulation. Others will say, come out to the side as though you're feathering in an oar in a boat. And then others like me say, well, bring your elbows through slightly, but not out and perpendic perpendicular, just enough to try and keep your wrist flat. But then I don't actually do that when I'm rowing anyway. For these power things, if you watch me, I've got an in-between height. I'm not up in my throat, but 10 seconds to go. I'll try and keep an eye on myself and see where I finish in this one. Five, four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> Yeah, I think I've got at these power strokes, I've got a bit of a extended layback, which means the handle is finishing a little bit higher than it would if I was rowing a normal 2k plus 18 20 strokes a minute but I'm certainly not finishing up here last one 
all I'm saying is pick where you get your information. Because again, decent rowing is an incredible wealth of information. It's amazing the amount of videos they have and the amount of knowledge they have behind them. Stunning. But most of it is geared towards making you a better rower on the water, obviously. Although they do talk indoor rowing a lot, it's usually with a view to improving your on the water rowing. And so a lot of the, there's techniques that you don't do in a boat that you can get away with on a rowing machine, like that high finish. But the problem with that high finish is it's more likely to cause you injury. That's why I don't advocate, advocate it. Right, five seconds to go. Four, three, two, one, go. Oh, I can't remember, had I already? Let's see what the dump is. Oh no, I had, hadn't I? Oh, what's going on? Doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. I'll raise it back up on the next interval. So I've dropped from 138 to 107. So, but my pace, I'm averaging. One forty-nine point eight right now. Oh. Right, so last time round, I was bang on the same. What a point three faster. Right, so I'm gonna go up to there. So it's slightly faster than the last time we went through that drag factor. Remember, it's all from the legs, okay? Don't let my tales of other coaches and me getting drag factors wrong and things divert you from the point of this session, which is to push as hard as you can with your legs, then swing over your back, pull in your arms, get as much power into the machine as you can. Got three intervals to go, nine seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Now it's just slightly heavier than it was in the last one. I can feel my lower back just raising a couple of flags. So I must have been collapsing my posture, either at the front or the back of the stroke. Remember, especially on a session like this, it's not just about that pushing force going through your back. It's also your finishing force. Three. Two, one, 
if you're really loading in the power as you come back your core is going to have to really work to stabilize you at the back without you going <laughs> and everything collapsing and you falling off the back of the machine got to drop it too haven't I? one two and the left two I might go I've got two notches to drop and we've only got two intervals left so this one's halfway between two and three so I can either go halfway through between one and two or down to bottom I think I'll go all the way down to the bottom I've hit bottom baby eight seven six five four three two one go <sighs> So I'm hoping that this has been a great workout. Gives you a chance to really lay that power in. So many people who say, oh, I just ended up dropping the rate and laying in the power when I've said it's a 28 strokes a minute row and I always say only push the low rate stuff when you're meant to and today you're meant to See, the truth is really easy there we go hold it down it's really easy to push 20 strokes a minute when the pace guide says 2k plus 18 you've got so much so I'm averaging what 2k plus 5 yeah 2k plus 5 or 4 is my average across today's session so I'm going 13 14 seconds faster than I would be at normal 20 strokes a minute, 2k plus 18, where I'm saying row slow. So you've got so much headroom that I could be pushing. But you're not meant to, unless it's a session like today. I'll rant about this in a minute. Let's just get this last interval over and done with. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Right, here we go. So everything you've got, I want you to visualize almost like a firework whether you're on a concept 2 or a water rower or just a resistance based machine just imagine with every stroke you've got blue sparks flying out of your machine as you put in all of that roll along power into your last three strokes last one 
Oh, good job. Well done. Let's press end. That was muscle wise, that was a good hard workout. Cardio, I mean, my heart rate was up at, let's see, actually. Is it giving me an actual count? Or is it just percentage of? Just percentage of. That's disappointing. Or does it? No. Uh, I'd like to have seen my actual count, but I finished at 78% of my max. So I have to figure it's about 150. So my heart rate certainly wasn't anywhere near my max. But I've got to tell you, going up to 10 and then back down to run about seven or six, my legs certainly were at max. And after the 60 minute row that we were doing in session two, that's exactly what today was meant to be, is a more of a muscle workout than a cardio workout. You'll still have got a good cardio workout. I mean, look at me, I'm soaking. But it wouldn't have been one that is absolutely, like session one this week that was a real, um, for the 10K plan, that was a real tough one, that 12 times three minutes. That's a, that was a mean one. Who, who came up with that? Um, yeah, so that's the design of, of this week, is the, the first, uh, first session of the 10K plan in week seven was a real top tier toughie. And then you had a long cardio one. Sorry, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to find my two minute cool down on Ergzone. Um, I really should remember. There you go. Under 50. Remind me, it's under RA59. <laughs> yeah. So session one of, the, of week seven was a real tough top tier. Hit your muscles and your cardio. Session two was a 60 minute rate ladder which obviously kind of worked your cardio. It wasn't too intense in terms of muscles, and then today was intense on the muscles. Session four is then that regenerative row, and then session five is back to a mid-tier before we then hit week eight, which is then our taper for the 10K plan. There's design to this, trust me. Okay, two minute cool down. Just do this at a pace that you can just gently kind of cool, like ramp yourself down from. I'm gonna pick run about 2K plus 30, um, and then I'll just gradually slow down through those two minutes. I'm gonna do it 18 strokes a minute in three, two, one. Go. And I'm still down at minimum drag factor on my machine. But yeah, just to f finish off that don't push the low rate stuff. If I say roll 28 strokes a minute for three minutes as hard as you can, or at least like 2K plus seven or something, that's a really tough, heavy cardio workout. If you drop the rate to 18 and turn it into a muscle workout instead, it's nowhere near as effective as that session is meant to be. And really all you're doing is getting good at rowing low rates fast. And if your goal is to try and be good at a 10k or a 2k or 5k or something you want to have for the stroke rate for those actual rows you want them to be up there like I said in the 60 minute row I did a kind of natural test rising up from 15 to 32 strokes a minute just putting in the same perceived power to hit each stroke rate. 
and the higher my stroke rate went, the faster I went. And it really should be the same with you. The difference being that I can last for three and a half hours at, oh, hang on, last stroke for me. Whew. I can last for three and a half hours at 18 strokes a minute. I can only really last for around about three and a half minutes at 38 strokes a minute. <laughs> so that's where it all kind of, I'm sure there's a Venn diagram, bell curve thing somewhere, but I ain't no maths man. Anyway, uh, use my little sign off time to stretch or carry on cooling down or pack up or whatever. I'll make it quick because it's 25 past nine at night. Another late one, um, but yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this. I know it was maybe not quite the usual me running through every single element of technique that you normally get. And it was mostly me just talking about the drag factor of my machine, but hopefully that was just the white noise you needed to get through your own 20 times one minute on, one minute off. Um, if you're like, hey man, can you just talk technique more and not about your own machine? And leave me a comment and I'll bear that in mind for the next time around, so. But I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, so the next one is gonna be just that nice 30 minutes at uh, 18 strokes a minute, I think. I can't remember what one we're on. Week three should be 18 again, yeah. Um, or oh, week seven, it's week three of the full team challenge. That's what I'm saying, week three. Uh, yeah, so it's a nice one. It just, you, everything slows down. It's only half an hour. It gives your body a chance to regenerate. It gives that bowl of power that you have, that available energy that you have when you're rowing. It gives a chance for that to fill back up and you refine that bowl so it's more efficient to be able to send that power into your body. Um, that's the kind of, that's the metaphor I use for, for what we're doing here, okay? Is that these low rate ones are about giving you more fuel and make it, giving you a better efficient fuel tank for getting it into your system. And then rows like this or like session one from week seven where you're putting everything into it, this is about just supercharging that fuel to try and get everything out into into the, the machine. It's like making sure that that fuel is just as powerful as it can be. So you've got lots of it, it's going into your system efficiently. And then the fast stuff then makes sure you've got turbocharged high octane fuel. Uh, where's he going with this? <laughs> hey man, we're talking fossil fuels. Let's just talk wind power. It's all about the waves, the big wobbly waves. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Uh, thank you so much for, for doing this one with me. We're almost there in the 10k plan. Um, this is just like this last drop in the ocean, a little bit of power just to make sure, because we haven't done a, a power workout for a couple of weeks in the 10k plan. So this is just the last one to try and just top up just put in a little little drop of um, nitro into your fuel system to make sure when it comes to doing the 10K or the five or the six or whatever you're training for, that you've got that little zing to your muscles, okay? Because you want to train everything. You want to train your brain, you want to train your muscles, you want to train your lungs, you want to train the skin, your backside, everything to be comfortable for when it comes to do the role you want to do. Right, so in fact, let's just have hashtag training. I don't think we've ever done like train everything. Hashtag train everything. That's what, what uh, it is today. So if you made it this far through the video and you're gonna leave me a comment anywhere, use hashtag train everything because that's what you have to do. To be a good rower, you have to all round train your technique, train your yeah, blah, blah, blah. I've just said, it, all right. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I really appreciate you being on the other side of this camera. Otherwise, you just I'd just be a very lonely man talking to himself. 
<laughs> which, which would be quite tragic, really, wouldn't it? So, yeah, so thank you so much uh, for all the comments and everything, and I really do appreciate the support. Uh, it is amazing. And, uh, yeah, even the fact that we've got a week and a half left on the Fall Team Challenge and we're still in third place is just astounding. So thanks, folks, for anybody doing that. My watch is telling me that I've stopped work working out, so I'm going to hit done. And that's me done. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.